Since the dawn of man, we are born, we live our lives, and we die. Or do we? Walk a fine line with us as we explore the dynamics of our existence and the truth behind beliefs in the other side. Walk with us because we have found the key and the doorway has been unlocked. Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Doorway, where we bring you all of the paranormal and odd phenomenon that's happening right here in the Midwest, right into your living room. I'm Sean Halpenny. I'm Terry Musgrave. We are co-founders of MAPS Omaha, Metro Area Paranormal Society. Explain to the folks what that is. We are two people that have come together to form a paranormal investigative group. The word paranormal simply means beyond normal, but we are ghost hunters. Essentially, that's what we are. And I'll tell you what, folks, uh, we use some equipment that you're probably familiar with, like video cameras and audio recorders and photos. And frankly, folks, this whole thing started as kind of a joke and ended up being something very serious. And we've been very successful. Yes. And the backbone of our investigation involves sound. Sean is an audio engineer. Most of our compelling evidence have been gathered by electric voice phenomenon, also known as EVP. And Sean, why don't you tell our listeners exactly what that is? <laughs> uh, EVP is electronic voice phenomenon. Well, essentially what it is, is getting disembodied voices off of recorders of just about any type, any kind of audio recorder, even a video camera. You can record disembodied voices. And what, what do we really mean by that? Spirits, well, you get voices that are on a tape that weren't there when you were recording it live. And we've gotten some incredible responses from it. In fact, uh, tonight we're going to treat you to some of those. Sean, uh, explain to them how these were gathered. Well, these specific ones, I'll tell you what, the first one we're going to listen to was out of a graveyard in uh, near Springfield, Nebraska. Now, this is a world-famous graveyard called Ball Cemetery. Terry, why don't you tell them a little bit about what, what, what's the background for Ball Cemetery that we went in investigating? The Balls uh, were a family that farmed in the area around the turn of the century. They were rumored to be a cult. They were exclusive to themselves, and they were quite wealthy. They bought a tract of land that was just for their burial and theirs alone. What's interesting about the place is that uh, they have extremely elaborate markers. The cemetery is perfectly square with a very ornate fence surrounding it. Beautiful, actually. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Uh, it's been opened for public burial uh, in the 60s, only because the Ball family is no longer here. The reason this has become... That's because sp- they're all there. All but one. All but one, Sean. Really? And who would that be? The legend says that um, years ago, one of the Ball family molested a young female member, and he was ostracized by the family. I can imagine. Later on, died, I don't know if he was incarcerated, that part of the story, I I have no idea. But he's not allowed in the cemetery now either. And how's that? How is he not allowed in the cemetery? Mary Ball's grave is located at at the front of that cemetery for a reason. The legend says that he goes all the way around the outside of the fence, 
hits the entrance, sees Mary Ball's grave, or perhaps he sees Mary Ball. She will not let him enter. Wow, that's fascinating. It's a phenomenon that has been uh, supported with photographs, with uh, eyewitness accounts. The, even the sexton of the cemetery claims to have seen him many times. Now, was the family, I heard the family was rumored to be somewhat cultish. Is that, uh, is that the case? Well, you know, it's relatively hard to say. They, they kept to themselves. They, uh, you know, were wealthy farmers. And they didn't go to town much. They didn't socialize. Cult, I don't know. All right, well, in, on one very brisk evening about a year ago, we went out there to investigate along with the uh, Great Plains Paranormal Society, uh, our fellow group. And uh, got some interesting uh, finds, didn't we? Yes, and considering we were in a cemetery, pitch black, one o'clock in the morning, this is the stuff nightmares are made of for some people, but not for us. No. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I was a little frightened in there, but uh, but uh, all, all went well. All went well. And I'll tell you what, we've got some EVPs that came from Ball Cemetery that... Uh, we have captured, and we want to share them with you, kind of get uh, get a feedback from you folks later on in the show on uh, what you think of EVPs and what you think of the EVPs we've captured in general. And with this one particularly, we were heading to a corner of the cemetery that was uh, extremely desolate. Uh, it was a uh, the lower left corner. I was in the lead. Sean was behind me, as he always He's is. Always, yeah, that's where I'm always at. Sean, why don't you play that for our listeners? Here we go, folks. Take a listen to EVP1 from Ball Cemetery. Is that our designated spot back here? Wow. What did you think of that, folks? Uh, very interesting. Did you hear both voices in the recording? That's unusual for us also to capture two distinct voices in an EVP. Yeah, and one of the things I noticed, too, was uh, the second voice that said one more was uh, kind of uh, foreign. What do you think uh, that accent was? I really have no idea. I've listened to that so many times. Um, (laughs) The balls were immigrants. I I don't know where they came from. But there again, it doesn't clarify that that it was the balls. I I don't know. All right. I'll tell you what. Uh, Folks, we're going to play it one more time. And listen closely. There are two voices. I'm not trying to plant this in your head, but the one voice says, I'll follow this one. And then you hear a voice shortly after that that says, one more. Is that our designated spot back here? Sean, do you remember that the point where we got this EVP, mm-hmm. the, the follow that one, I was running do you remember that? Yeah. Because, because you were having a hard time keeping up with me. That's true. Absolutely true. You were. And that was right after you said, uh, is this our designated area? And then you started taking off. And I was like, oh, better follower. And I have this tendency when we are doing EVP research and we're in the field, I find an area and I, I am literally drawn to it and I usually do run. That's true. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to keep up with you. That's why I give you... The EVP recording device or the Olympus Digital DDS. That and the fact that I get to go first. Yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of, that's how that works because you know why, guys? I'm hiding behind her skirt. That's essentially what it is. (laughs) But the second one more, I have never quite figured out what that distinction is. I I believe that it's probably someone that is, is buried in the cemetery. I believe so. Uh, I, you know, you know what I'm thinking is um, the one said, I'll follow this one was for you and the other one was probably for me very possible one more what i wished we would have captured that night though is i would have loved to have heard from the cemetery creeper 
Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't believe we did. No, I don't think we did either. And uh, and folks, I'll tell you what, uh, later on in the show, we're going to open up the phone lines to find out just exactly what you folks think of electronic voice phenomenon EVPs. It'll have to be after the break, folks. We'll be right back. The Doorway will return in a moment. Get your fingers ready. The Doorway's phone lines will be open when we come back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Sean Halpenny. I'm Terry Musgrave. And you're listening to The Doorway with MAPS, Metro Area Paranormal Society. Uh, We listened to an EVP uh, last segment, and we'll be opening the phone lines coming up real soon to discuss EVPs or electronic voice phenomenon with you. But we have another one for a treat Terry, tell them a little bit about this one. Well, you don't have to be in the scariest setting that you can imagine to get an EVP. That's true. Once again, we find ourselves in a cemetery in much more pleasant surroundings for some folks out there. It was a beautiful Sunday afternoon. The sun was shining. Birds were singing. And it was crispy. I remember it being very cool and lots and lots of leaves. We found ourselves in the area of a cemetery that is devoted strictly to burial of married couples. Now, this was, uh, this was a field exercise because we get antsy <laughs> and need to get out and test the equipment, make sure it works before we get into situations where it better work. Right. And, uh, and we wanted to get away from our spouses. But, <laughs> and oddly oh. enough, we find ourselves in a burial ground for married people. Yeah, that is kind of unusual. Ex- explain a little bit of um, the, the history of that particular thing for married people. What, do you, what is that called? Well, it's... It, it, it's an area of a cemetery that's devoted strictly to couples. Um, I have a funeral background, so I know a little bit about this. Gardens are made so that they have exclusive types of burial. In other words, there's Mausoleum Row. There mm-hmm. is uh, there's Adult Singles One. There are family plots. This particular garden is devoted strictly to people who want to lie eternally with each other in the bonds of matrimony. Wow, so you can't get away from them even when you're dead. That would be correct. (laughs) Uh, That would be till death do us part doesn't work there. No, no, it doesn't pertain to this. We happened to be with Great Plains Paranormal Research Society that day, Sean. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. We were uh, walking through leaves, and you will hear that on this EVP, and folks, you need to discount that. And that is something that we did did take track of that. Whenever we know there's an outside uh, sound, we immediately, you know, note that. That's that's true. Like <clears throat> flip-flops. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, it is. That's true. As we are walking through this garden, a member of Great Plains is actually reading the names off of the markers. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, the name right before the EVP is Copeland. And what he had asked me was, uh, why are all of these markers the same? What does that mean? Why is there the surname and then the, f- the first name on either side? And you did explain that as it was couples. Right. And play the EVP, and I think you will hear the response that was given. All right, folks, turn up your radios. Here we go. EVP 2. Copeland. Watching. Wow, that was, uh, that was loud. <laughs> Yeah, and I find this to be one of the most meaningful EVPs we've ever gathered or that I've ever heard. That's absolutely true. Um, Folks, when you hear the voice, when you tune your ears to hear this voice, listen for right after Dan says Copeland, and you'll hear what we think 
is a child or or what? It's definitely feminine or childlike. Childlike. Uh, the voice says, these are the sheep God wants next. Listen close. That's uh, that's pretty powerful, isn't it, Terry? I find the CVP to be one of the most meaningful and comforting that I have ever heard. And, you know, <clears throat> we've played this back for a lot of folks out there, and you know who you are. And the normal reaction we get from, from folks is the big eyebrow up and going, oh, my, uh, it just kind of seems like the world's a much bigger place than we give it credit for. This EVP has doesn't have the quality of being scary or disturbing. It's uh, moving. Well, uh, would I dare say it's angelic? That response has been given to us. That has, definitely. Well, folks, with that, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to have a Mr. Wayne Seeley, who, believe it or not, is a local expert on Sasquatch. You're listening to the best mysteries and phenomenon the Midwest has to offer. This is The Doorway. For comments on tonight's show, go to mapsomaha.com. 